Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Oh, I can. Shouldn't be the way that every show has to start, though. You know, I apologise to our listeners because you know it, it, it's not great that you start off with us marvelling at the fact that this has worked, but um, we're having problems at the moment. So oh, think- I feel like it's 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 real and it? it's real life. I think important we leave it in there. It's my way. Uh, welcome to Rebooking ECW, our journey into rebooking the whole new roster of ECW. Yourself, Paul, and I'm with Jay. Hello. And basically, he says, hey. Basically, the idea is, it is 2019. The billionaire has approached Paul Heyman and said, look, we want to bring back ECW. Let's try and make all the similar characters that we have with modern day superstars. Who would fit those roles? And that's the journey we're on. Agreed? Agreed. 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 Now, do you want me to run through everyone that we've done? Or do you want to do that at the end? When we recap our our new roster? Oh, I like it. That works. That works. This... Give me two. Which gave me earlier on. And then a yep. surprise one. Which is probably going to be a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure, yes. Loads of pressure. So this week we're going to be talking about uh, recasting a modern day Cactus Jack, recasting a modern day Two Cold Scorpio, and recasting a modern day Surprise. Ah, I thought that was going to be a little thing. Yeah, you thought you were going to get a bit of time to think about it, but you don't. Did. So where would you like to start? Um, I don't mind. Where do you want to start? Um, shall we start with, with the man from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, Mrs. Foley's baby boy? Scorpio. <laughs> um, Cactus Jack. I, I struggled with both. I struggled with Cactus Jack immensely. But... It's like, you love Raven, I love Cactus Jack. It's sort of, it's, it's not hidden. Anyone that listens to ECW, a weekly ECW podcast. Do you know what I mean? So it's, this to me was, was hard because you've got the hardcore legend stuff, which is glaring at you. Yep. You've got the big name, which is sort of glaring at you. But to me, it was... Um, it's more the promos. Yeah. That, that's uh, what I felt he bought to what, what I've seen so far to ECW. The matches in that I, I get, but it wasn't his craziest matches. They were just good matches. It wasn't King of the Death match. It wasn't thrown off the top of Head in the Cell. It wasn't things like that. It was They were solid matches. They were, you know, brutal matches. You know, but yep. it wasn't so... My main thing that stood out for him is the promo. Yeah, I think that's fair. The, the storytelling of Cactus Jack in ECW is, is incredible, absolutely incredible. Watching him um, finesse, watching him move, watching him evolve, watching him um, continue to add a different story, a different chapter, a different 
way um, <coughs> bringing it further and further through, um, I, I think is um, uh, is definitely part of his real strength um, in ECW. I mean, he joins um, uh, in a talent exchange from WCW. He's a tag team champion at the time, comes in for a couple of, uh, you know, a high spot kind of, you know, hardcore gubbin matches with Sabu. Um, and through various reasons, ends up staying for quite a long time. Um and really does make it his own, really does kind of form part of ECW. So I'm kind of like weird. I've got people that... Because this one I had like multiple picks for. And even like talking now, I'm not 100% sure which one I'm going to say. Because I've got people that I think could do the mysterious promo. I've got people who I think can just be the wild crazy. And I've got sort of, again, the sort of the variation of the hardcore legends who can cut a good promo and sort of slip into the main event if needed. So I'm a bit all over the place with this, if I'm honest. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one that can go kind of a lot of ways. I mean, I think I've got, you know, my pick. I think I can argue all of those degrees on. Uh, so I'm happy to start if you wish. Go for it. So if he matches any of my three, I am going to put up for consideration for this our modern day Cactus Jack, uh, Cactus Jimmy. Um, I've gone to AEW and I've gone for, for Jimmy fucking Havoc. Was he one of your three? Uh, no. <laughs> so let me continue. No. Let, me, let me build my case. So, um, you know, so the obvious parallel is the hardcore wrestling, the deathmatch wrestling. Yeah. Um, the, the really making your name for yourself across the world uh, doing some really vicious, brutal matches. Um, uh, you know, has also won King of the Death match, has also done uh, the um, crazy death match spots in Japan and across the world. Um, is a very travelled and, and uh, experienced wrestler and actually you know again like cactus jack is a very good technically classically trained technical wrestler um so you know can do the more um uh the more kind of um classic and and, and uh, lower impact style of wrestling um Visibly, very, very kind of shocking and and grabbing with with how he comes out and and his presence and his persona um, does kind of project this this most dangerous man alive style feel. Does project the feeling that he would do anything and cause himself any level of pain to um, 
uh, to, to do that, to, to cause uh, pain and, and get a victory. Um, but for me also, you know, especially in the early MLW stuff and definitely the progress stuff, um, can do a very captivating, uh, very chilling promo. Um, doesn't have the same um, range as as um, Cactus Jack in the sense that he doesn't quite do kind of the quiet and the shouty as much as he does more kind of the intense and quiet stuff all the way through, um, but has done some very uh, intense uh, promo work, uh, especially when champion in progress, especially when introducing himself to uh, MLW in America. Um, so has done some very powerful stuff and has got that ability to do not only the hardcore stuff, but your main event level matches um uh, as again he's done in in um mlw and in progress as well as others so for your consideration jimmy f in havoc um yeah i think that's near enough spot on to be honest with you i was looking more uh, for the promo side and there's people that i liked but i think they suit other roles better, so I've had to sort of pull them back because I feel like they tick boxes for this, but they tick more boxes for someone else. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's hard to like shout out. Similar to just saying Enzo Mora every week, you just got to pull it back and think. You know, pick the punch and was he suit next time? So one of my picks, one that I'll go through. Um, I was going to say Bully Ray. Mm-hmm. Not Bubba Ray. No. But the TNA version Bully Ray. Because I, I felt like he had the ability to tell the stories of the promos and then could sort of do the hardcore wrestling if he wanted to. But I think, without trying to sell him, I think Jimmy Havoc ticks a lot more of the boxes. So I'm not against that. In fact, I'm actually quite for that. So I sort of think... Bully Ray, I thought promo was good. And I had other people, which I probably thought ticked more. But Bully Ray was one of the people I was thinking of. And as you were playing Jimmy Havoc, I thought I should have thought of Jimmy Havoc. And he should, he should have been the first person that we picked the same person for. It's funny because Jimmy Havoc was, was fairly late in my, my thinking. It's, he probably only occurred to me about 45 minutes ago. Um, and I was thinking about people like, um, for some reason, I had a thing about Drew McIntyre, kind of, or you know, Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre. Um, that could work, hair down, sitting in a corner, sort of. The Scottish the thing, I wanted, stuff. That, yeah. That's the thing. And I was, you know, I was very much like that sort of vibe. And I could see Bully's always been good. At, he could do the shouting if he needs to, but I can also see him. You know, he's doing the sort of calm, but sort of aggressive, you know, sort of like vibe. And it would sort of work. He could tell, he cuts a good promo. So I saw him with that. But I think, um, I mean, Havoc's promos aren't anywhere in the level of like Cactus Jack, but there's not, you're not going to tick all the boxes. And he does, he does tell a good story. He does cut good promos. His style's just different. So, um, 
Yeah, no, I'm happy with Jimmy Havoc. I'm not really going to have a fight with this one. Well, no, it's just because I'd just be lying to myself. I would just try and put this case together and then at the end say, yeah, no, Jimmy Havoc. So I think I was just admit it when you said it. I thought, yeah, no, it's a great shout. And just sort of just be honest rather than just sort of go through this whole, you know, two minutes of me trying to sell someone to you when at the end I'm just going to go. But I think Jimmy Havoc anyway. I'm I'm more than happy. I thought Jimmy Havoc was a good fit, so I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. It's so, annoying because I looked at the AEW roster about an hour ago as well. Uh, well, so Darby Allen was another one that jumps out at me. Um, mm, I, was, I was thinking Darby Allen. But I am. But I think he fits other people. I I don't think he's um, long enough in his career. Um, he he doesn't have quite the same depth for me as um, as uh, Jimmy Hammett. Yeah, no. Like I said I think he fits um, other people. He's on my list for future people. But yeah. So right. Jimmy Havoc is in. He is our yep. 21st century Cactus Jack. Oosh. Um, let's move on to Scorpio. And Scorpio is one that I've got three names for. So Scorpio, I've got two. But I found it two that I thought were fairly easy. They're two that are pretty much the same. They've been compared everywhere. So it was going to literally come down to that. But... Um, yeah, Scorpio, um, innovator, high flyer, yep. steals the show. Um, like I said, innovator will show you moves that you've never seen before. Could put a title on him, take a title off him, team him with a random partner that shouldn't work but somehow does work. Um, obviously, later on, he's with the Sandman and things, or with um, Benoit or. Is it Eddie? Malenko. Malenko. So all these people, these cactus, he's seen all these random people and somehow he can make it work. So I think all things like that need to be considered with him. His promos aren't the best. So I guess we'd need someone who isn't really amazing on the mic, but their in-ring work is phenomenal. Yep. That's, not a pun. That's not a pun for someone I'm picking, by the way. <laughs> so... I went for um, Ricochet. He's one of my three. He was closely followed by Offspray. I'm happy to admit that. But I felt Ricochet ticked more Scorpio sort of boxes. Um, yeah, I, so Ricochet is one of my three. Uh, Osprey is one of my three. The third of my three is Cedric Alexander. Um, I, I, I see that. I, I think Cedric's strong, but I haven't seen him do something where I think, holy crap, when Ricochet, I have seen stuff. I've seen Osprey do things as well, but I think... Um, Ricochet was like the, the, I'd say the first, even though they're sort of on par now. Ricochet was always that name floating around the indies of this crazy guy who got to see him doing 630s and whatever, whatever. So I kind of edged towards Ricochet. But 
Yeah, Cedric, I get. I just don't. I'm not complete. So out of the three, he's the. So I mean, this is this is going to be a bit boring because I, you know, Ricochet was my first of those three. Ricochet is my obvious kind of choice because I think that um, uh, he has. Uh, him and Osprey at one point were kind of neck and neck on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I think style-wise, Osprey is becoming a little bit more New Japan e in his style, and what I mean by that is it's um, uh, not just the high flying stuff and the acrobatic stuff, um, but uh, a little bit more of the strong style stuff. Whereas um, Ricochet is a little bit more kind of into the um, the, the the flips and suplexes and holds and stuff. So. Yeah, but like I said, even the random, like you'll have you know, Scorpio, like I said, teaming with Cactus Jack or something, and you've got Ricochet, they're teaming with Alistair Black. So, you know, the unusual tag team pairings is is another sort of comparison that I thought was interesting that I had to go with. Because it's just, it's just like this, like parallels. Do you know what I mean? Holding the US title for a couple of weeks then just gone again holding the TV title for a couple of weeks then it's just gone again you know it's sort of just there's, there's similarities there where I think he could fit in yeah I, I'd, I'd agree I think um, I think uh, you know Ricochet's promos aren't his strong point I don't think they're, they're, they're bad but they're not his strong point um, I think he's better than Scorpio in some of them, but I think part of that's because of um, you know, for all we malign scripted promos and editors and all the rest of it, I think that does sometimes help uh, to keep people on track a little bit. 100%. 100%. So is that our first one that we've agreed on? It may be. Like, you know, we're out of the gate. Yeah, it may be. It is. Yeah, it makes sense. We're flying through this today. Right. So who is this surprise then? So um Yeah, so I, I I thought it would be fun to not give you the thinking time, to give you one on the spot so that you uh we could hear you work through. You could think about it on on the spot and work it through. So I was looking at the list and I was trying to work out who would be interesting in that. And I decided, oh, no. I decided the in, most interesting person for you to talk about and to have to think about this is someone who actually wasn't on the list. Okay. So the person we are recasting, the person you are recasting on the fly is... Dreamer woman. Wow. So in ECW, she comes in with her then husband, Kevin Sullivan, um, manages him and the Tasmaniac in a uh, very strange tag team. Um, is quite ineffectual in it, isn't really important in it, apart from being the person who kind of holds the gimmick that that calms them when they're in their savage mode. Um, however, moves on to uh, teaming with the Sandman and managing the yeah. Sandman and becomes the, the Lady Macbeth of ECW. 
um, the woman who is calling the shots is manipulating her man to deliver these things and to leading him to, to, to championships. But it's very much the power behind the, the hardcore cane-swinging psychopath. Um, hugely manipulative, uh, you know, gets off on the violence that her man does, uh, power trip all the way through. Um, yeah, woman. Tell us what you're thinking. Um, the first person who screamed out to me, um, minus the accent, but with the attitude, would be Lana. Mm-hmm. Like early early days, Rusev Lana, when she's there banging on the ring, um, and all that sort of stuff. You could see with the right person, if she was with a Sam man, she would heavily get into the role and could easily do that person where she's sort of screaming at him and getting him to continue to attack, 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 and taking the belt off and. That'd be the priority. I could easily see her fitting into that role. And she's a good promo as well. That's probably her main strength is um, her promo abilities. Great talker. So I was just trying to think. I was trying to think through because obviously you're sitting there thinking managers. You'd naturally go for sort of female talent. Yep. Because it'd be hard to have a guy sort of big woman but um, you know I think I'm going to have to go with Lana Uh, otherwise I'd be almost converting a wrestler a full time sort of wrestler into a manager because obviously women never wrestled so you couldn't be like oh Charlotte Flair and she can do both because you wouldn't you'd have to have it sort of all in so she's probably the main one that sticks out. I'm assuming you've already got one. Yeah, so I mean, I was. <laughs> this is the beauty of being the person who's doing the surprising. You can think about it. But Lana's a good shout. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's two that jumped to mind for me. Um, one, when I was thinking more about kind of that that strong, powerful woman, the, the, the manipulator and all the rest of it, um, which was Stephanie McMahon. Um, I thought she's too powerful and big though I had the whole thing with the, the Shane McMahon yeah. thing yeah. I don't know if, I don't know well this thing is very difficult to be that manipulative character if you're technically the boss you don't have to be manipulative you can just demand mm, 100% um, uh, so that one was always a little bit kind of um, uh, that, that was kind of the question mark I had that the other one I thought of who I think is doing something similar at the moment um, not to the same uh, echelon but you know similar kind of thing um, is uh, Zelina Vega um, with Andrade great shout I thought you were going to say um, Maria Canellas uh, I mean Maria's an interesting one but she's far more emasculating than woman is so whilst yeah. woman was um you know uh, portrayed as 
this nag you know with her kind of going on and on and on and with uh, uh, sandman and sandman doing these promos of just see what i have to put up with you see what you've done um yeah. it wasn't kind of the um uh uh, that it wasn't that kind of um, just you know emasculating way that they have uh, Maria Canellis working currently right. or over the last few weeks. Um, but I thought you know Zelina with that kind of um, uh, I mean the other one that jumps out at me a little bit um, and I've not watched enough of her to completely make it. Um, I suppose there's another two is kind of Katrina from uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah. Um, and uh, Selena from um, uh, MLW. Do you know what I was about to say, her? Because I thought, obviously, she did the stuff with Loki and everything, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought I could remember her name. But she's a great shout. Because that was... That's very similar to her character. Um, oh, God, I don't know. I think... The thing is, I don't know if... You know, Andrade sort of... Sam did sort of cover his own back with the promos as well. It is 50-50. With a slightly more dominant female. So... That's the way you almost look at it, isn't it? A 50-50 of a slightly more sort of dominant female. Yeah, it's where... brains and brawn split. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Lana and Rusev, there is a parallel there, you know, especially... But it's, like you was... gotta, it's hard, because I've said you've got to go back early. I'm not talking Rusev day. It's, it's sort of like, you know, sort of beginning when he's sort of just like crushing people when he debuted before he got to John Cena at Mania. But because they're a lot more sort of relentless in their ways. But um, that being said, I don't know. I think they're all great shouts. Apart from, obviously, I've, I've got sort of an issue with all these with um, the McMahons. Only because I struggled to sort of extend yeah. disbelief that much. I had the same issue with Shane when he brought up for um, Eddie Gilbert. I thought it was, it was great, but I just I struggled with that whole, you know, creating any kind of scenario where that would happen. But um, yeah, Vegas is a great shout. I'm not against that. Because I think out of all of them, she's probably the one I've seen the most work of so they could have more of an opinion on. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Katrina's an interesting one, but it's obviously a slightly different character because it's a little bit more of that kind of supernatural um, uh, manipulation of blah, 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 blah. Um, I think Selena is an interesting one, but I've not seen... Uh, this is it. So Selena's sort of like the dark horse and the one that you sort of think perfect. Then you think I, I've watched like a fair amount of MLW, but I haven't watched enough to really say, boom, yeah. I'm normally sort of just watching sort of Heart Foundation stuff and you know, 
bits of sort of Tom Lawler and stuff like that. I don't always see all of her bits. So. Yeah, um, and I'm, I'm part of that's because, um, you know, whilst I like what she's doing, it's not consistent on the TV. And uh, that's it. The, the, the park, LA Park and Parker family and all the rest of it kind of leave me a little bit cold. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to go with um, Vega. Then we have our three. We have our three. That's right, so let's run through everything we've got so far. Um, Terry Funk, modern day would be Tommy Dreamer. Public Enemy, modern day would be New Day. JT Smith, modern day would be Cassius Ono. Eddie Gilbert, modern day would be... Cody Rhodes, Stevie Richards, modern day would be Brian Pillman Jr. Bad Breed would be Mark and Joe Coffey. Um, Dean Malenko would be Cesaro. 911 would be Braun Strowman. Mikey Whitbrick would be Johnny Gargano. Cactus Jack would be Jimmy Havoc. Scorpio would be Ricochet. And Woman would be Vega. Quite a good roster stacking up here. Hey, absolutely. And, um, you know, Ricochet being the one that we both kind of came and suggested uh, mm. means that I got a clean sweep of my choices this week. It did. Well, you got like 2.5. Yeah. And I mean, you know, one of those was because I had some time to think about it and it was the surprise for you. No, it's, it's, it's good. I like it. I might return the favour next week. Mm. Kinky. Who knows? I might. I might not. Who knows? I might. I might. <laughs> Um, well, we will get to find out because next week is your choice of the next three that we are recasting in our modern day ECW. Yeah, and for those who wonder why we talk about ECW, it's because we do another show called ReCW. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401. The episode that just happened a couple of days ago is our Mount Rushmore episode. Every 25 episodes, we do the Mount Rushmore and decide who has been the best top before top four performers from sort of that sort of quarter, I guess, chapter from it. So go back and listen to that. It's a fun listen. So um, it's a long show. We cover a lot, but it's a decent one. But we do it every week. Next week, we're looking at episode 126, 127. So go to the network, check that out. It is, will be September 19th, 1995 and the following week. So check them out and get involved with that. Um, like, subscribe, share social media at underscore sports arena on Instagram and Twitter. We are fairly active, so say something and we will say something back. It's as simple as that. Zazzle.co.uk or.com. Search sports arena, check out the merch if you so desire. I think that's pretty much it. I think it is for the power. Jimmy Havoc, man. I should have fucking thought of that. (laughs) Uh, See you next week. Bye.